A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's two reasons why you're listening to this today. One, you know me and support me. Or two... You're a nosy old shy. Either way, I'm happy to have you. You listen to episode six of the Unedited Podcast. Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? I'm back on to talk about something I didn't think I would be. I think when I started out this podcast originally, I had the idea in my head that I was after experiencing everything that I possibly could. Not in a delusional way, but you know, as in I thought, I'm after going through enough grief now, I've had a couple of traumas and yeah, I'm ready, I have a bit of time here and let's kind of share that. I didn't anticipate that I'd be going through something so soon. And unfortunately, I went on a holiday, I had a great time and I came back to a bit of a curveball, so I had some bad news. And when I got home, or when I was on holiday, my intention was to come home and, you know, start going full steam ahead, focus on work, you know, start achieving all my goals. And then I got to know that my mum's partner is terminally ill. And we're not looking at a very long time. Now, these two have been together for 17 years. So the relationship that I have with this person is absolutely amazing. And his personality is so infectious and he's so lovable and he's such an amazing character in the family. So now I'm at a place where I have to prepare myself to lose him and I have to prepare myself to watch me mum lose our soulmate. And I don't really know what to say about it, but the one thing that I kind of noticed was was my reaction, you know, how I reacted to this news and what I decided to do. And that's what made me kind of raise my eyebrow and say, do you know what, I need to talk about this and I need to tell people about it because I do think that's so helpful. Now, there's a part of me that's like, God, if I wish I only knew this when I was going through my other griefs and my other traumas, because then maybe I would have dealt with them a little bit better. But unfortunately, 
I think this development is only something that you get to when you do go through these experiences. But I suppose we're always going to lose people. People are always going to get sick and, you know, bad things are always going to happen. But each time they do, what way do you respond? And make sure that each response that you have to everything that comes at you is, you know, an elevation that you've evolved, that you're doing better, you've learned from your, not your past mistakes, but your past experiences, that you're reacting that bit differently. You're benefiting yourself a little bit more. Like, for example, when I was losing me nanny, I was very well aware that she was going to die. And for those couple of weeks, I lived on cigarettes and coffees. So unhealthy. Didn't benefit me whatsoever. Um, My mood was down. My energy was low. It just didn't work. This time round, now that I'm preparing to lose my stepdad, I now know that I need to strengthen myself up. I went to training the other day and I ran, like, for the hills on that treadmill. I took a little down day with the girls and I went to the spa and had a little treatment done because I knew I needed that time. I knew I needed that quiet time. I need to laugh at my friends, you know, and you have to be kind to yourself. But most importantly, you can't feel guilty about doing that, you know, because you have to do that because you have to strengthen yourself up. And to be quite honest with you, this time around, now that I'm doing this, I'm actually a much better asset to the person that I'm losing. You know, when I'm around him, I'm more vibrant. I I can give him more of me. I can give him a better me, which I believe is helping him during this process. I went in to visit him the other day and he's in the hospital at the moment and he's sitting there and, you know, as lovely as it is, he's getting all these visitors and everybody wants to come and see him and tell them that they love him, which is only natural, but like... I had to put myself in his shoes in that moment and think, what does it feel like when you're sitting there and you know that you're after being given this time frame of when your time on earth here is over? Like, obviously, none of us know when our time is going to be. But if somebody is telling you straight that, you know, it's not very long, it's a very scary, daunting, heartbreaking uh, time. So, like, it's even worse when everybody is coming in and you know why they're coming in and you know why they're looking at you. And I could see that he was afraid and I could see that he was down. And I didn't see that same vibrant, fun, lovable person that I seen. I just seen somebody that was quite scared. So I asked him, what did he want to do? Like, you know, what does he want to do? What was his plans? And he'd expressed that he wanted to go to New York, get a new bike, and he wanted to marry me, ma. So he still has time. He still has a life. So I said, why don't you just do it then? So lo and behold, they're getting married. They're getting married in like four days' time, and I am, of course, the wedding planner. So I haven't had time to jump on to the podcast, and I haven't really had time to do much or concentrate on much at all, because... You're only trying to find your bearings with this sort of thing. But my job for the last couple of days and for the next couple of days is going to be to make sure that they enjoy their time. To make sure that they live their life and have happy memories. Because when I've lost people before or they've been going through palliative care and it's always kind of that take to the bed, you know, like, you know, it depends on your situation. You know, some sometimes people need to just rest and 
and it's that time to just kind of like call into bed and be with our loved ones but this is it's it's not his time yet and he's still able to enjoy himself and have fun and that's what he's going to do so now instead of sitting in the bed and you know everybody coming in and looking at him he's now inviting them all to the wedding he now has something to look forward to he now has a reason to live and I just think it's deadly and I'm so happy that I was able to do that for him but would I have been able to do that if I'd have been in the old mind space that I was when I was losing my nanny or my aunt or it's because of those experiences that I'm able to do this now that I'm able to help him out and make him happy and also for myself you know I want to enjoy him I want to enjoy every last minute of him because that's what life is all about now another thing kind of came up for me when I was thinking about this because I think since I started doing the podcast I'm kind of more taking a closer look at myself you know so I was only thinking to myself today why does this actually hurt me so much? You know, I've lost I've lost people. I've had traumatizing experiences. Like how does this hurt me so much? I think I thought that because I had went through certain things before that I was like, you know, hard as nails, I can handle anything and then I'm kind of a bit taken aback by how much this hurts. And then I just said, you know, I I have to feel this hurt. I have to allow myself. I have to allow these emotions to kind of come in and I have to sit in that. But I also have to know when, like, and not stay there. So, for example, like, it's like when you need to cry, you know, like, you just have to cry, like, cry for a couple of minutes, go through your emotion and then go about doing what you want to do. So now I'm at a place where I'm like, right, okay, let's plan, plan this wedding. Let's make them happy. Let's make memories for us as a family and have a great day. But I'm also like, oh, I still want to do all of this stuff. I still want to concentrate on work and have all my plans. And, you know, but my head is just not really in the game this week. And that's okay. That is okay. But I suppose after this week, once I enjoy me family time and give them this amazing day I'm gonna prioritize me time again because like you know that's what we have to do that's what I feel like I want to do that's what I feel able to do sometimes you feel this pressure because somebody else has gone through something that you can't move on with your life that you can't continue to look forward in your future you feel so guilty that when somebody's life is ending that yours has to pause it has to stand still and that's not the case because what this other person is going through by you know being terminally ill or losing their life or whatever it may be that's showing you that life is so short and not everybody has all of this time none of us have all of this time so if you feel like you want to do things do them it's nearly rude not to you know people are losing their lives and you're not living yours That's just the thought I had. So my husband said something interesting to me. He said, do you feel like you're allowed to be as upset, you know, because he's not your biological dad or I'm not his biological child? 
And I don't really feel like that with this, you know, like I get what he's saying because like, for example, when I lost me nanny, because she reared me and I really did feel like me nanny was me ma, you know, she was a huge part of my life. And after she died, I didn't get that sort of same sympathy. Some people that knew me really closely would know the extent of what that meant losing her. But like, say, if you were chatting to someone and he said your nanny passed away, whatever, they'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, they didn't get that, the closeness and the relationship that we had. And then this time around, it's like, you know, I kind of even find now some of my friends are like, but like, he's like, yeah, that is the only day you've ever had, you know. But I don't feel like I need to put a label on my relationship with Robbie. Um, yeah, he's been with me man for 17 years and he's one of the most, he's the only dad I've ever known. He's been very much like a dad to me. Like he came in when I was going through my teenage years and fair play to him <laughs> how he managed to to stay. I'll never know. Like, but he was the one who gave out to me for wearing skirts too short or coming in too late or, you know, making sure my boyfriend didn't stay over and all that. So I did, I did have a dad figure thanks to him. But most of all, I, I have a friend and I'm, you know, we have this sort of like amazing love for each other and appreciation because he's such a good person. He's so kind and he's great to me family and he's a good person for me, man. And he's always treated me with nothing but love and laughter. And that connection is so special to me that I don't even need to put a label on it. You know, it just is what it is. It's deadly. And the idea of not having that anymore breaks me heart. I suppose I'm at a point now in my life where I've gone through experiences before and I don't really need anybody else's sympathy. You know, I don't need that acknowledgement from anybody else. Um, I don't need anybody to be like, oh, he was like your dad because I know what he was I know what he is to me and that's the most important thing and equally I don't ever think you should ever compare a relationship you know like you cannot compare the relationship that I have to one that he has with one of his biological children and like you can't even like compare the relationships of his biological children to each other because every bond that one person has with another is totally individual and totally distinctive and different to them so you can't you can't make a comparison and you can't begin to understand somebody else's grief not ever because you don't know because there's only two people involved in that one relationships so whenever a person passes whether they have two kids or 20 or so many family members each individual person is feeling something similar, but something very different to each other. So why even go there? Just stay in your own grief, in your own relationship. Know what you had, appreciate it, and just learn to process that. That's what I feel is going to work for me this time around. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm going through so many different emotions this week with this it's crazy I have frustration because I'm back here again like you're messing you, you can't I how can I lose another person I have frustration because this podcast was supposed to be a happy <laughs> uplifting platform 
And here I am talking to you about losing another person or somebody being terminally ill. And for a minute, like, that kind of annoys me, you know, because that's not what I want to be given to you. I want to help. I want to inspire. I want us all to be looking forward. But then at the same time, that's life. This is what happens. This is what we're all faced with every day. Things like this happen all of the time. You know, it's not all day, every day, but it comes and it comes throughout your life on this earth. But I suppose I didn't even realise what this podcast was about until this episode. This podcast is about relating, relating to people, understanding each other. Just knowing that we're all in the same boat. Things happen all the time. It's just about what we choose to do with our time, how we choose to react to those experiences and building ourselves up and having strength. And that's what I hope. I hope that that's what you get from listening to this episode because it's a vulnerable place to be, to come on and share that I'm I'm scared of losing another person, to come on and share that I'm a bit pissed off <laughs> about it all. You know, it's not the easiest thing to say. But the intention is that I just want to help and I want to help myself. I want to talk about it. I want to share it and I want to help you. If you're going through anything like this at all, just know you're not alone. I think why this one is so different for me is because it's me ma's partner. Like it's the love of her life. And when I tell you it's the love of her life, my God, it is the love of her life. That like... (laughs) It's actually so cringy for me sometimes because they flirt so much with each other. The way they look at each other, they're constantly laughing all the time. And it's been like that since they met each other. They're mad about each other. And I don't know how she's going to be without him. Because, like, you know, the person that you choose to spend your life with is exactly that. It's the person that you share your whole life with. You tell them absolutely everything and they make you so happy. And they give you so much security and a safe place and intimacy and all of these things. And, like, I don't know about you, but if you're watching, like, a romantic love story and somebody is going to die or about to die or has died in it and one is left alone here, it's the most devastating, heart-wrenching thing to ever watch. Like, I bawl my eyes out watching a film. And now I feel like I'm in one of them, like, watching me ma lose... The love of our life. And I worry about her. I worry about her being lonely and not having that sort of connection. And, you know, what she'll do once he's gone. And it breaks me heart to watch this happen. I have so much faith in our strength. and But it's kind of like trying to find where I support her, you know. Like, how can I support her in this? Like, it was different when... My nanny passed away because I was able to, you know, thankfully, like, have a child and start to grow the family. And I was able to give her a granddaughter that she adores. And it's she's an amazing distraction and she has that sort of family connection again. But I mean, what she has with Robbie is, I, I can't give her any of that. That's like a different level of loss. All I can do is... Give her memories, give her an amazing time, give her a day that she'll remember and allow her to celebrate the love that she has because some people go through this life and they never get to experience what she has experienced with him. They never get to find somebody that they connect with like that, that they love and make them laugh. 
so that's why that's why they're gonna get married that's why we're gonna have an amazing day that's why I'm gonna let us celebrate him and always have that day to look back on that's how I'm going to support her I don't really know what else I could do apart from showing her what she has and allowing her to appreciate that now I had a podcast on the whole compare and despair effect and I definitely am going to touch on that in more depth because that's something that I battle with myself personally and I think now more than ever it's something that people really really uh, suffer with and it's basically the main one I think is when you're on social media and you see somebody's off having an amazing time and you're sitting in your house and you have a jar and a bun on the top of your head and you're thinking oh I should be looking like that on a beach now and before you know it you're absolutely depressed out of your head in actual fact that picture is not at all what it seems you know sometimes it is sometimes it isn't um but that's what we tend to do we're always looking you know at what everybody else is doing and then comparing ourselves to that we're never giving ourselves enough credit and it's a bit of a danger zone so it's definitely something that I want to kind of chat about and help us all on our way but I was thinking about it you know comparing and despairing and then I got on to the whole comparing thing and I started to compare the weddings you know so many people get married this year and anyway there's like a backlog of them um it's nearly hard not to you know notice all of them but I started to compare the wedding I'm planning this week to the wedding that I planned for myself so that's completely different so one had like you know eight nine months time to plan a hell of a lot more money and the other one was planned in a week with a lot less money. But both things were exactly the same. The intention of the day, to share love, to celebrate each other. And that is really all that you need. Like, I am just as excited to share this Saturday in my back garden <laughs> and watch them get married. Just just appreciating, loving each other, spending time with the people that they love and that's really all that you need. And I suppose it's kind of grounding to me. You know, like, if you want to have, like, what I had, the big castle and this and that, and you're able to do that, it's amazing and it's brilliant. And enjoy it and soak it all up. But remember that you don't actually need it. You know, sometimes, you know, a couple of flowers and a curry out the back garden does the job. Because love is all that you need as cringy as it sounds it really really is personal connection appreciation love respect family that's all that you need like this week alone the amount of family members that are after rallying around to get this house ready so them two can get married out the back garden is just amazing i've had cousins here power washing patios and painting doors and many more to come all helping out and working together to give them a great day and it's it really is what it's all about it's about people you know spending time with each other loving each other and it got me thinking about Robbie himself like you know everybody is doing this because of they're doing it because of him and because of me ma and the type of people that they are and that's I think what you want there with your life like you know Whenever there comes a time when you're in need, you want people to be able to rally around and want to be there for you and want to help you and want to make you happy. I just think they're amazing and I, I, 
I just think the whole purpose of this wedding on Saturday is just about love. So before I close things off, I just wanted to sum up this episode. What is it really about? Well, if you didn't get it, it's about love. It's about people. It's about family. It's about being there for each other, celebrating each other and knowing what people need and knowing what you need. This week I'm going to go, I'm going to celebrate my family. I'm going to watch my ma marry the man that she loves. And we're going to have the greatest day ever. And I can't wait. I will chat to you again soon. Because I know you're nosy enough. Do you think you can handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 